Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. The greatest offseason in Texas Rangers history continues right here on your Home of the World Series, champs. As Adrian Beltre expected to be announced into the Hall of Fame tonight. His former teammate Derek Holland joining us. A segment's brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation. 214 or 817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. And a good afternoon, Dutch. How the heck are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great. You know, just looking to reminisce about uh, about Adrian Beltre and talk about what's going on with you here. Now, when you were playing along with Adrian Beltre, did you know this dude's a Hall of Famer? Uh, I mean, I felt like he was somebody that could be. Um, you know, I was still new to the organizations, or not the organization, but the big leagues, but still feeling out guys like him. Uh, you know, seeing what they're capable of. I've seen how good he performs. I know he had a couple of injuries, you know, that held him back in some of the seasons with Boston. So it was like this guy could be the potential to be a Hall of Famer or he's going to be a guy that just, you know, might not be. He's going to be really, really good, but he's not going to be the guy that's a Hall of Famer. And it turns out that dude was a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. And he was amazing. I, I remember when he came over, I think I even had the opinion on the show, like, you know, this guy's had a full career already, and we're paying him like he's in his prime. I was, you know, pleasantly surprised that he was able to continue to dominate well into his 30s. What was it like for for you guys in the clubhouse when such a, a significant figure uh, arrives? What were those those first impressions like for you? Man, it, it just boosts the confidence of what's going on in the clubhouse. It makes you think or makes you know that the owners are going out there getting guys. I mean, a Great example, not to take anything away from Beltre right now, but look at what happened. The Rangers go out and they get Montgomery, they get Scherzer. You know, the the spirits lift even more when you get guys like Beltre's nature to come and join the team because you know what they can bring to the table. That's the main thing. Dutch, what? Dutch, you're, when that was really Michael Young's clubhouse, though, right? When uh, you know, and like it seemed like to me that he was taking a, you know, he was the leader in that place and all that. Was that a different fit for Beltrade, the way he came in and all that? How did how did that dynamic work? Well, I mean, it was definitely Michael Young's clubhouse. He was El Capitan for sure. Um, but then you get a guy like Beltrade, who's also another guy that has those same leadership qualities. So it's like you got two captains and one in that clubhouse. He definitely took control over the Latin guys. Nothing against Michael Young, but you know maybe his Spanish is not that great to help out when it comes to helping those the Latin players. So that's where a guy like Beltre gets to step in. And being able to have more than one leader is huge. And that, that clubhouse felt that presence every time with both guys in there. So we definitely had some great leadership qualities with guys like Beltre and, and Michael Young. How's your Spanish? Uh, it's, uh, 
It's muy bueno. Oh, there we go. What was the uh, relationship like getting to watch and, and see Elvis and Adrian form such a unique and special bond and then also pitching while they're just kind of goofing around behind you? I think, in my opinion, Elvis was a key helper in, in keeping Beltre out there going and performing the way he is. You know, you get a young guy like him that's challenging him every day and pushing him. I think Elvis deserves a lot of credit, too, to help out with the longevity of, of Beltre. I mean, we know what he's capable of. We've seen what he can do and everything. But I think the goofiness and the looseness that Elvis brought to the table helped uh, create more energy with Beltre. And, you know, it's kind of like getting in, you know, you have an old dog and when things aren't going well and that dog could be closer to its time of, of death, you know, the, the young dog comes in and it gives that puppy or that, that older dog that extra energy. So I felt like that was one of the things that I, I noticed with Beltre and Elvis is just the way that Beltre would try to keep up with what Elvis was doing. And it, it definitely kept him going. And I mean, having those two on the left side, there was nothing getting by them, but watching their personalities and how they play and perform, it was awesome. I mean, as a pitcher, they, I knew anything was going to get taken care of on the left side, but at the same time, when a pop fly would go up and the cameraman can't even tell which guy to look at, that's, that was the only thing that would make you question a little bit. Hey Dutch. Okay. The rumor is that Beltre played without a cup. Is that lack of brains or really quick hands? That is uh, just trusting your own abilities. Uh, that's something I would definitely not do. I definitely pitch with the cup on. I, you know, hopefully one day I can get to have some kids down the road. Yeah. Um, Beltre had already taken care of that, so I don't think he was too concerned with trying to have more kids. But he also knew that his hands were going to take care of it and keep him from uh, – getting hit in the uh the pelota region yes <laughs> nice spanish there you go um what 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 made uh what, what made adrian so good as a defensive player and and what was it like knowing that a hard hit shot down that line you know as as compared to having another third baseman in the game man he uh what makes beltray so good is he he trusted himself he knew his range he knew his limits and if there was anything that was going to be going his way he was definitely going to give you everything he had on every single play I mean there was times you would watch him a slow roller and you'd like no chance anybody's getting that and then next thing you know here comes Beltre flying in and literally floating and throwing it complete dime right to the chest I mean he it was incredible what he did and the one thing that cracked me up one time I'll never forget I mean I've got a lot of stories with him but somebody hit an absolute piss missile over to third base and he caught it got the ball you know whatever and after they threw it around and gave it back to me, he goes, hey, throw that pitch again. That's, that's the exact pitch you should be throwing. That was a great one after just getting destroyed. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever get in a situation where you didn't think he was going to get to a ball and then you got in the way of his throw? Like, you know, pitchers, oh, no. pitchers are always like, it seems like you guys are always in that uncomfortable no-man's-land situation where you don't know whether to dive on the ground. Do you have a feeling that every time the ball goes that way, you need to dive on the ground when it's going his direction? There'd be times where you'd have a bunt, you know, it could be a bunt play or something yeah. along those lines. And uh, I'd be running down towards, uh, you know, to get the ball or whatever, but then I'd see him charging in hard. So my immediate reactions were as soon as I see him, just lay out. Yeah, lay, lay out. out. Yeah. yeah. That's all you can do. So I would just dive and hit the deck and make sure that, one, I wasn't in his running path or, two, his throwing path so I don't get a concussion. So once you got to know him and then you leave the Rangers and you got to face him, what was that experience like and what was the scouting report on him? I mean, it, I've already faced him beforehand, so we'd already talked smack to each other before. And 
you know, going up against him, um, you know, you just want to kind of keep him off balance. That was my main thing is just I got to brush him off the plate. Don't let him get too comfortable. But, man, we'd have some battles, but I'd constantly just be talking smack with him back and forth. It was just <laughs> kind of how it goes. I mean, everybody that I've played with and, and then I end up playing against, you know, you get up to the batter's box and I'm literally talking to you as you're there, which catches, a, you know, a few of the guys off guard because it's like this dude's literally talking to me right now and yeah. he's supposed to be throwing strikes. And it was something that I liked because I knew – I already knew my game plan. I knew what I was going to do going in. So it was just kind of a matter of going from there and executing the pitches. Dutch, but his strike zone was like in the dirt. Like he, you know, he'd like go to one knee and like cricket the just ball out, out. Yeah, out the outfield. How do you pitch against a guy whose strike zone literally is on top of the plate? Well, I mean – that's the thing is you got to be very careful with him. He's it's kind of like facing Vladdy. Vladdy was the same way. Yeah. You know, if you threw anything down on the ground, he could get it. Same thing with, with Beltres. He could literally golf, you know, a golf ball out. So, yeah. I mean, you just got to make your pitches and not give him hopefully something that he can just tattoo. But on the other side of it, it's such a cool thing to sit and see. Like you were talking about, you see a guy swing and he drops down to a knee and it's a home run. Yeah. You know, he did that for us in, in the world series, Sure, which was pretty incredible. Derek Holland here with you on 105.3 The Fan talking about Adrian Beltre, who's going into the Hall of Fame tonight. You know, I remember him uh, hurting his back, and they needed him to play against the Blue Jays, and they didn't think he was going to play, and he did, and he gutted it out. But that's not his greatest gut-out moment of all time. It is actually a no-cup, you know, 9 yeah, yeah. He he fields a ball that took a, a, a direct hop and crushed his right testicle. Oh. Beltre suffered a crushed testicle in 2009, a couple of years before he comes to the Rangers stayed in the game, scored the winning run in the 14th inning. What? Yeah. What was the toughest thing you've ever seen him do, Dutch? The, the hardest thing for me was the back thing. I knew how much, you know, the game meant. Um, and you see a guy like him. This is what kind of inspired a lot of the young guys like myself is you see a guy like him playing through injuries, and you want to go out and play through injuries. And what kills me sometimes is the injuries that he was playing through, those players can play through that. But a guy like me, you know, you can't play through a shoulder injury if, you know, I'm required to throw 100 pitches a game. You know, that was one of the things that killed me is sometimes I would try to do too much because of seeing what a guy like him did that inspired me. So it would, like, hurt. And then you see a guy like him now, that day it was in Toronto, you know, he's trying to play through his back injury. And when you see tears coming from his eyes, you know he's in true. Like, he was in pain, but this was, like, He's doing everything he possibly can to stay in that game. And he tried. He did everything he possibly could. He didn't want to come out. They had, you know, um, Bannister go out there and get him in Prince. And, you know, that was probably one of the hardest things to watch is somebody so great trying and giving everything he had to play through an injury to be taken out in a game that, you know, it means everything to us. You know, this is this could be a clinching time to come back to Texas after, you know, hopefully we were going to beat Toronto at that time. And It just sucked to watch that. So that's. To me, that was probably one of the hardest things to watch is a great like him playing through his back injury and not being able to to stay in the game, and he was trying as hard as he could to stay in there. So, Dutch, are you saying as a pitcher you'd rather deal with the uh, the testicular explosion as opposed to a shoulder injury? No, I don't want my beanbag swelling up like that. <laughs> i got to make sure I take care of that. That has to be the most impressive thing I've ever heard. Like that, that's, that's the day yeah. he became a Hall of Fame lock. Like, yes. wait, we don't need to see anything else after that. Score the you, winning run. You're a different breed. Yeah. You're, Head first slide. Let's, oh, let's, man. Let's get your bust ready, bro. That was, that's incredible. I mean, he, was, 
he was definitely running the bases like he had elephantitis right there. So, I, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one guy. to do. Yeah, that was heroic. How's your offseason going after the Tommy John that interrupted your comeback last spring, Derek? Man, it's going good. I'm, I'm anxious to see what's going to happen. I'm at 75 feet right now. Um, top speed is supposed to be 69, giggity. Uh, so, we're trying to see what we can do there. Uh, we're going to see what the arm's made of. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm at the point to where – you know, if I come back, cool, maybe I'll go over to Japan, maybe I stay here. I don't know what the case is, but at the end of the day, I just want to be able to coach and help kids out or get into TV and being able to cover the Rangers or wherever it may be. You know, obviously I would love and give anything that I could to possibly be back with the organization that, you know, I started everything with and all the love that I have here in Texas and the fans here. I, I would just give anything to just be a part of that. But whatever comes next, I'll be ready for that challenge. Hey Dutch, does this need to be Kyrie's team? Is is Luca? What, what's the situation there? <laughs> Man, I I need to just take you to a game and we can just sit there and pick them apart together. But it's it's been uh, wild to watch. I mean, last yeah. night was a tough one. You, yeah. you know, you're going up against the best in the East, and that's that's just you want to see what you got. You always want to see where you are at that time. That was a good test for them. And sure. to be honest, I I just don't think they're where they think they are. Yeah, I think you're right about mm-hmm. that. Are you going to come to Vegas with us, dude? Walchuk already said you can like um, you can crash with us, man. I mean, if I have to, I will. Perfect. Let's do this. We're going to you don't have to, you know, force me. I I'll just go out there. Okay, well that's good news. We're, we're going to be doing just like an inordinate amount of smelling salts in we, Vegas. We got the yeah. hookup, bro. Is that just a football thing or do baseball players or uh, smelling salts? Is that is that all sports or does that feel like just a football thing? Those ammonia caps. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm good on the I'm good on the smelling salts. Uh I'm more oh. of a give me my dry powder the and when I say the dry powder, sorry, mm. I want to yeah. make sure it's the pre-workout we're talking about. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Um I'm a dry scooper. I can do that. Wow. Um so yeah. It's like the Micah Parsons yeah. C4. Yeah, Remember yeah, the yeah. C4 game? Yeah. You, you, have you ever puked yeah. after that, or are you usually just go? No, that's that's the thing that cracks me up is, like, I would do – so usually I'll do about two scoops a game, and usually you're supposed to do about one. And I would do two <laughs> scoops a game and play. No problem, no throwing up, none of that. Just I, I was literally just cracked out of my mind out there on the field. <laughs> beautiful man it's amazing i love the way you paint that picture now so but but the smelling salts what about for other players like is that in a, cl- a baseball clubhouse or is that just not really yeah. it is yeah you'd see some guys doing it in between okay. like you know getting ready to go up front at bat maybe they just kind of felt maybe a little drowsy or something it's like all right let me just take this and man it's, you can tell when they hit it because the eyes just light up and it's <laughs> it's go time baby i'm alive it's awesome hey dutch is your is your crying offensive coordinator going to be the next head coach at Michigan, you guys better off without Deshaun you know, Watson. Broadus, that's a passionate thing, right there. I mean, yeah. you know, when you do something cool, you you should understand that crying is okay. It's okay to love. Your I just was curious if your if your crying offensive coordinator was going to be the next head coach. That's what my question was. No, I get that. I just wanted to point that out, and you know, it doesn't matter who the next coach is. Ohio State still can't figure us out. We've already got a, a coach that's experienced. Ohio Ooh. State beat Ryan Day. Sorry yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, you know. Help them stay fifteen and zero. I think it is whatever they did. I mean, yeah. who cares? They're still winning. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited, but I don't know. I, I think uh, I heard you guys talking about it earlier as I was driving home. Yeah, I think Harbaugh is going to go to the Chargers for sure. Yeah, I do that too. would be one hundred percent there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would see maybe Mike Hart being the possible Michigan coach. Oh, the wow. old running back. Okay, yeah. Mike Hart. Yeah, hmm. a good player. Yeah, I saw him in oh, person. Oh, yes, he was. 
appreciate you, Dutch. Uh, we got to run. In, enjoy uh, all the rest of this baseball offseason. Maybe we'll see you in Vegas. Yes, sir. You guys don't have to run. Just walk. It's okay, but thank you for having me as always. Okay. Cheers, buddy. There he goes, Derek Holland, always with you walk. here on your home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. A two-scoop guy. That's legendary if you ask me. Sounds like taking your life into your own hands. I'd say so. He's a crazy person. That's Yeah, he is a crazy person. We got a lot uh, of fun, though. the C-Note coming up at 4 o'clock, Cowboys news of the evening. A lot of recent headlines, but a rim session next, Chief? Yes, sir. The most uninspired 60-burger of all time next year in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.